passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, welcome back. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast. Eddie Scazzeri joins me today with Jerry Recco still out. He will return tomorrow. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. We have our big um, uh, WFAN morning show get-together, Christmas holiday extravaganza, Thursday in the yes, city. Yes, correct. So we'll uh, we'll go to lunch, I believe. Mm-hmm. We'll nap. Yes. We'll go to dinner. Yes. And then we'll all retire to our hotel rooms. Hopefully by 8 o'clock. Oh, that'd be so awesome. We're going to go get some steaks. Mm-hmm. We're going to, I don't know what else we have planned, uh, go get a drink somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I've got, uh, so Marion, Mary, how do you say your wife's name, Eddie? I always say Mary, Mariam. It's Marion. Marion. Damn it. Close. Marion. She'll be watching your dogs. We've only been working together since 2007. 2007, which mm-hmm. is a number of years ago yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll be watching your dogs. Of course, yes. Uh, I, I'm going to have bring, have to bring my dog uh, to Gina's house. Mm-hmm. But like when I ask her to watch the dog, cause I'm staying in the city because of our hours, that really means two days of watching. Yes. Two nights of watching the right. dog. Cause I have to drop the dog off Wednesday night. Right. Or three o'clock in the morning on Thursday morning. No, not happening. Can't do that. So she's got her Thursday night. Oh, I'm sorry. Wednesday night. All day, Thursday, Thursday night. And I think it's going to be raining. Uh, I think Thursday, it, it may not be raining on Wednesday. Okay. I think Thursday is supposed to rain. Yeah. Uh, Gina's going to be in for a bit of a rude awakening. To, yes. You know, the dog wakes up. You know, dogs are very, uh, they, they get a schedule. Sure. 
And um, because I have a terrible schedule, my dog has a terrible schedule. Mm-hmm. And hopefully her loose stool uh, is over. Yeah, that we figured out. Good. Got some prescription dog food that Excellent. I think is just like packed with fiber. Good. Oh, they come out of very hard uh, uh, stools now. Nice. Which is very nice. Very easy to pick up. I never knew how easy it is to pick up dog poop. Yeah, when you have to, you know, pick up the soft serve uh, ice uh, cream. Oh, it's a mess. It's disgusting. Yeah, it is. Um, now, your dogs don't get up in the middle of the night because you get up in the middle of the night? Uh, they, if they're... Raymond, the youngest, yeah. he may he sometimes gets out, but it's not like he's looking to go out or anything. He just wants to see what's going on yeah. with you. So yeah, they you know, but then he goes back to bed. It's you know, they're pretty low key. I wonder when all these people, like in my neighbor, in my town, not a lot of people have yards, so mm-hmm. most people are walking their dogs. Yes. I wonder, like, when are when if you have a normal schedule, like mm-hmm. a normal daytime job schedule. Like, I don't know when any of these people are. I never see people, like, when are they walking their dogs? Maybe they have a dog walker. I do know the dog walker in town, and I do see her with some dogs. But I just wonder, like, if somebody, let's say somebody gets up at 6 a.m. for work. Mm -hmm. What's the, when are they taking their dog out at night? Uh, When they get home. Uh, No, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, before they retire for bed. Like, Mm -hmm. you take your dog out one last time. Yes. What if somebody is getting up for if somebody's waking up at six a.m. for their job? Mm-hmm. What time is that last dog walk? Oh, it could be, or, and it might not even be a walk. Although yeah. in your town it would have to be with no yards. Yeah, uh, I I would say probably ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Because that's what Marion does when uh, you know before she comes up uh, to bed. She'll, she lets the dogs out. Yeah, but you have a yard. Yes. They run out, they do their business, the and business run back in. back in. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like I never see people walking dogs. I mean, I see them during the day. When I go out at night at uh, 7 o'clock at night, I don't see people. 3 o'clock in the morning, I don't see people. Well, that's obvious, yes. But I think most people are... I, I don't see many evening dog walkers. It's usually... Yeah. Especially this time of the year. It gets dark early. You'll see them like sometime between 4 and 6. So maybe they're just running out, letting the dogs, even if they don't have a yard, running out to the nearest patch of grass yeah. and then bring the dog yeah, back in. I yeah. got to get, get into that. But I feel bad the dog's at home all day. Yes, you, know I mean? you like, do. You do feel guilty. I feel guilty, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I understand. Such vigor when she finds random chicken wing yeah, bones. And, and they get so happy when you ask them if they want to go for a walk. Yes. It's like they a, love it's it. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a very big deal to them. Mm. Go out and smell some stuff. Yeah. All that things. Yeah. I was thinking uh, this hit me while I was uh, going into the bathroom before. Okay. Just to pee. I don't know why sometimes we have our random thoughts in there. I thought, what is something that you wish you knew earlier in life? Like something that you discovered later in life that you wish, ah, oh, if I'd have been ahead of this, I'd well, have been so are you much ta- better. You, there's so many. So many things. Well, I mean, if you're talking just pure finance yeah you know if i knew that amazon and google were going to be what they became you know buy that stock yeah early, i don't mean something like that i mean not not something like that no i mean something like um maybe uh oh, i wish someone would have educated me about the 401k i should have been putting in from the the day i was hired mm. something like that well i was you were okay yeah. so you did do that yeah who told you that my dad 
Okay, so that's good. Yeah. Um, Your dad's but, like, listen, put it away. So many people don't. Oh, I know. Early on. Uh, how about this? Like, I wish I would have learned early and sort of somehow practice early on how to fix things. Yes. Handyman I'm, stuff. Yes. And there's many things you can look on YouTube, and they're very, there's a lot of great videos out there on how to do stuff. But I mean, more complicated things. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm having uh, work done on the house uh, by uh, Drywall Mike. Drywall Mike. As you call him, Savannah Carpentry, in case anybody's interested. Uh, but like, he could just, you know, randomly just punch holes in the wall, not even worrying, not even thinking, and just totally patch it up. It looks beautiful, the whole thing. Like, I have. Even if I watched the video or he told me, I I just would not feel confident yeah. doing that. Was your dad a handyman? No. He no. was not? No. Just like the most basic of things yeah. like I can do. But no, not a handyman. Uh, yeah, I feel like my dad definitely was a handyman and I still didn't. Like he tried to show me like, mm-hmm. listen, every time he went to do something, he would try to show me. But I just... Because it's thousands of dollars, you could tens of thousands over the over a lifetime. Yes, that you could save by knowing how to do stuff yourself, and that goes for cars too. Oh, you, oh, yeah, maybe not as much nowadays with the cars. They always go, oh, it's in the the computers, yeah, and yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. But in like the seventies and eighties, if you knew how to fix things in your oh, car, yeah. I asked my dad one time or a couple times over the years, like, well, how'd you figure out? Hey, he would like do the plumbing in the. He goes trial and error. I didn't have. We didn't have money to call the plumber out unless it was an absolute disaster. So right. try it, and then if you can't do it, then call somebody out, you know? So I, I guess it's a lot of uh, mistakes along the way. Yeah, I have no confidence when it comes to that. Yeah, me neither. Mm. None of us really here on the show. I think Jerry probably, out of all of us... The most, yeah. The most, but even still not... Like, he's he, he'll gladly call someone to do it. Gio says he has no interest and will call people. Right. I have an interest, but I'm not. I don't know confidence like you said. And I, I would have interest and ability to do outside gardening stuff. Yeah, because even if you're sort of laying a path, if you're a little off, it doesn't matter. But when you're trying to make a wall, it has to be perfect. Yeah, precise. Yeah, it does. You have to know angles and this and that and shims and well, what? But like no. Jerry put in a new floor in his basement. Yeah. I would never. I, no, I wouldn't try that. To know how to cut those things to get yeah, the right angle. Yeah, yeah. Just like I see people tiling sometimes, like on those shows. And mm-hmm. it looks simple enough. Sure. But I know it's not that simple. No. Especially when they do that grout part. Yes. And they just do it over the whole thing and then wipe it off. Like, yeah. And I was watching the, the guy doing redoing our, our kitchen. He did all of that the floors, the walls, the, the tile, grout. No, no thanks. Is he done with everything now? No. I mean, yes and no. I mean, the 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 way we did it, we moved where our kitchen was to where our dining room was. And then, you know, basically flopping the rooms. Um, so we were actually never without a kitchen throughout the whole thing. So that was nice and unique, I think. So it's... Uh, even though it's been taking a while, and it'll be probably at least another month before all the little, little finishing touches are are done, because but that's you know in terms of uh, like we were exposed to uh, COVID, so we l- didn't have him come over that week, 
and um, and then there's just been delays with the stuff coming in, which is not his fault, right? So, you know, but it, it'll you know it's it's fine. That drywall's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like you, let's say you have a hole in your drywall and you need a guy to come over. They come over the first day and patch it. Then they got to come back mm-hmm. and smooth it out, yep. and then put another coat on, yep. and then come back. And yeah. so, oh my gosh! Yeah, tape to the corners. Yeah. the whole thing. I have no patience for drywall. No, I would never be drywall, Mike. Yeah, and he could, and in just the way he does it, like he, as he's talking to me, he's just troweling yeah. the the mud on. It's like it looks great. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever, when you were in high school, did you ever take a typing class? Yes. Yes, I did. Now, when you took that typing class, did somebody tell you this would be great to know, or were you, did you need a class? Like, yes. I kind of fell into it, it. It was like an elective. And it was lined up with what you, Yeah, that's how I right. I did up. not care. Right. Didn't, I had no interest, didn't really care. But did you do good? Did you do well in it? I passed, yeah. but I would not say I did well. No. What we used to we used to think it was funny with these it was a old style keyboard yeah like with the you know the whatever the letters were on these little prongs that came yeah. up so well so those are the old ones yeah because we we were very clever we used to pry off the letters and then rearrange them to make dirty words <laughs> yeah because that's mature yeah but that's what we did yeah do you think it helps you at all in typing when you got older. Uh, no, no, really, no, it really, I, I was a terrible, terrible typer up until the advent of the internet. And just because, you know, you had to, yeah, I, I learned to type. I'm still not a good typer. Are you typing like with two fingers? No, I do. I, I can do the, the whole, where you're whatever. supposed to keep your fingers on. Yeah, but not G perfectly. And H in the middle. Like, like I don't, I know I don't use all my fingers and like people who can really type, they're so fast at yeah. it. And so the yeah that uh, yeah that it was really the advent of the internet and learning to you know having to type emails and word documents that I finally became you know passable. But yeah. texting still I'm I'm still terrible with yeah. texting. I'm with you on the t- I still can't get like when I had a BlackBerry I felt like I was better. That was you know the actual keys. Mm-hmm. This iPhone the keys I still I'm yeah. hitting the fat fat fingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people are so fast at it. And I'm too lazy to do the dictation thing. And I don't feel like learning how to do that. Yeah. And I do that sometimes. I get, and I'm like, why haven't I done this? I should just do this all the time. Then I completely forget about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm just, don't yeah, do I, it. I text so infrequently. Yeah. It's not like, you know, I, I'm sure I'm way on the low percentile of, you know, texts per day. Yeah. You're not really burning through your text messages. Uh, no. You ever get into an argument over text message where you're frantically trying to type uh, an argument back? Uh, no, not really. Dane Cook used to have a a bit about that in his stand up, the difference between like men and women in texting, and because I've had arguments over text message mm-hmm. where the, you know with the fat fingers and you're trying to type, they already send the, this giant long response. Oh, right. And then when you're trying to respond to that and you're and trying another to... another one comes through. Yeah, and it's like, holy crap, I'm going to lose this Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested battle. in any of that. And yeah. I'll do the Y and the K and the N. Yeah. Know? But, uh, yeah, I'm not interested in having any in-depth discussion over text. This generally happens if you're fighting with your wife or girlfriend and she hangs up on you. Mm-hmm. You call back. And she doesn't pick up, then you'll 
do your uh, side of the argument through text because mm-hmm. you know she's getting the text. And then she starts texting. Now you're fighting texting. Then you might try to call again. She doesn't pick up. So then you're even more frantically. i got to be honest, that's never happened. That's never happened for you. You've been married a long time. Yeah, and but it's not like we don't have disagreements or whatever, but it's not like... But yours like, aren't on a text message. And it also, it's, it's not really a fight. Really. You're not hanging up on her. No. Yeah. No. We do that every once in a while. Yeah, well, you know, you're still young in your relationship. <laughs> Goodbye. Click. <laughs> That's the worst when you're arguing on the phone mm-hmm. and someone hangs up or says, I, I, even if they hang up by telling you they're going to hang up, like they're not rudely. I go, listen, I can't do this right now. I don't want to. I'm hanging up. And you go, then you continue the argument via the text message. I've never done that. <laughs> Ever. Oh, it sucks. I can imagine. It sucks. Because by the time you're getting to your point from the other one, they've sent another long angry retort and twitter fights are different right they're easier yeah twitter fights go back and forth but it's not like in real as much as in real time as Mm -hmm. texting because on texting you could see when someone's writing yeah with the bubbles unless they have an iphone like jerry and no iphone yeah right because otherwise if you and i are arguing on text yes and we both have iphones we get the three dots you're fighting with jerry you can't see it yeah so as soon as you see the three dots you know they're preparing Mm -hmm. a long statement or they don't really care and they're texting somebody else no because that wouldn't show it wouldn't no because oh. it's only on your window that it's showing oh i see i don't even know that. yeah oh you got to step up your twitter argument game. yeah yeah i don't care but... so that's all you would have then just the the what you know would you still go into radio um knowing what i know knowing yeah, what you know it's been like a, a you've had a great time fun great job absolutely yeah i mean the only other thing that I've considered or would consider if I had it to go, go over again, again, taking out all financial situations and being rich and all that, uh, is maybe go into forestry, which is maybe the one industry that pays less than radio. And what do they do in forestry? Well, like become like a forest ranger, you know, and to, to like, you know, work, uh, become a, some sort of a biologist or, and, and have a degree in forestry and, you know, you'd be you, right near that volcano when it blows up. Super uh, volcano, potentially. Not yeah, good. That is a national park down there. Yeah, so they pay less than radio. Uh, forestry, yeah, <laughs> not high paying. Really? Yeah. Is that a government job? Uh, if you're national? working for the National Park Service, yeah. yes. Or if you're working for a state park, then it'll be a state job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's always been, and that's been something I've considered in in retirement to become a volunteer ranger. Yeah. At a park. That's something I, I've... Do we have parks near your home that you could do that? Uh, there's state parks, yes. Um, Would you get to wear the the hat that the forest well, guys Yeah, wear? I don't know if, like, the state park people wear that or not. Um, you know, but the classic, you know, Smokey the Bear yeah, that ranger hat. outfit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that in national parks, but not at, at, not at state parks. Yeah. And I think the nearest national park... Is a or recreation areas out in the Delaware uh, water, gap. water gap area, so you can go do the do that there. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess yeah. Hmm. But I'd want the outfit. Yeah, it would be cool, and I could just get the outfit and walk around the park, <laughs> and not actually have any official identification. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I think I saw, I know Eddie retired a few years ago. I think I saw him in the park. He's, he's a yeah. ranger now. He's in the ranger outfit yeah. and everything. Right. 
you know, sir, you don't actually work here, do you? I don't. Uh, no. You're arrested. <laughs> right. Just show up at the same time. Like, you work Monday to Friday. Right. right. Just prowl the campsites. <laughs> From sunup to sundown. Yeah. No, I do work here now. <laughs> you start helping. Bill is a helpful ranger help yeah. us. That'd also be great for a serial killer. Oh, Although, my God. Yeah. my favorite serial killer idea for a movie would be a serial killer that works at 23 and Me. Ah, yes. And he just takes random people's DNA and leaves it at the scene wherever he's killing people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But make sure that it's somebody who, like, so if he commits a murder in Oregon, he put somebody's DNA that lived in that area. Who's but I don't submitted. know if, how much DNA they're getting. I don't know if they're just getting a swab and then it's run through the thing and it's gone. I don't know if you would have enough to, to scatter around. So you have the information in the computer that this is your DNA profile, mm-hmm. but you don't think they keep the DNA swabs. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's left. Like after they run it through and get your profile and all that, I don't know. How much like, does that go in the garbage? That's what you're wondering? Yeah, but like, uh, like it's, it's a limited amount. Like, you know, if you put a few cheek cells somewhere, you know, it's not like it's not hair or, or skin or anything yeah. like that. So I, I was saliva. So I don't know, like, you know, if you would have enough material. What do you suppose it's like at 23andMe headquarters? Hmm. Well... Like, do you think there's a do you think there's a big warehouse filled with the uh, with the swabs that we all that those who've done it have swabbed, or there or do you think they get the profile and they they yeah they toss I, it like I, again after they take you know however they transfer it from the swab to whatever thing they however they oh so then you're saying it. it's out off of the swab because they've, yeah. they've taken it or, or right they extract it and use it like i don't know i think they probably just throw it away or burn it or whatever right and then it's all digitized but uh yeah and imagine there's like some sort of a lab that maybe they own maybe they outsource i don't know so if i was being the serial killer i would have to take the as soon as i'd have to be the person taking in the samples Get enough of a sample to be able to plant and also be able to right. do their or, DNA. Like you'd have to somehow work with the customer relations. Thing. Yeah. And then you would say, oh, you know, hey, uh, Bob, whatever. We we uh, want to do some extra stuff and no charge to you. All we need is a few hairs and this uh, and then, you know, and send it to this specific. Yes. So you're getting it all. <laughs> That's what I would. Yeah. Do. And then you've got just a collection of you know, hairs that you could plant anywhere. You're right. And then you're golden. Or another great uh, occupation to have as a serial killer, barber. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. collect I'll that hair. Forget about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This guy did it. Oh, right. his hair's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's tremendous. Right. Yes. We don't. We get our hair cut at the barber and just walk out, leaving yep. our DNA all right. over the place. Exactly. How are they able to identify people through dental records? That's always odd to me. Well, because I guess they're like sort of like that unique, yeah, fingerprints, or maybe it's similar, but you had a cavity on the fifth molar or whatever. I don't know if you have five molars, but whatever on your upper second molar, yeah, right side, you had a filling. That's an X-rays. I maybe have the same exact mouth, but I didn't have that. So there's the difference. 
Because they always say we, you know, they identify through dental work. I wonder yeah. if, you know, my brother-in-law is a dentist. I wonder if he ever got called for uh, to bring up like a patient's dental records. Yeah, well, if it was body was so badly burned or yeah. like, uh, somehow, you know, just otherwise just mangled or destroyed. Yeah. Or but... sometimes like on these murder documentaries, they'll actually just find a skull. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then they right. get the teeth. Right. Hard to identify without the head. Man, if you could be a, if you were a dentist, a dentist slash barber who worked at Twenty Three and Me, you'd probably you you could do anything. You could you do want. anything, and get away with it. Yep, 100%. get away with absolute murder. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You watching any cool shows on Netflix? Uh, no, I I started watching that show, but I've been uh, I want to be in the. Sort of right frame of mind. I have to be tired, but not too tired to watch the uh, Ancient Apocalypse. Ancient Apocalypse. I started the first episode. I do want to keep watching that. I'm moderately interested in the Wednesday show. Yeah, but the Adams Family. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm totally interested, and I still haven't watched the that uh, the Rings of Power on Amazon. What's that? It's a Lord of the Rings, but it's in the Second Age, which means nothing to you. It's another part of the Lord of the Rings. Different writer, though? Well, it's based on, from what I understand, it's based on... Because, you know, Tolkien, when he wrote the Lord of the Rings and had been working on it for decades and had... He didn't just write the story and these individual characters and their backstory. He, He created because I guess he's a genius or disturbed or a disturbed genius, whatever. He created about 12,000 years of history of this universe. He had like when the God created it and how it was created. And then they had the the years of the trees and then the first day, and, th- and that was like 1,000 years. And then the first age was 3,000 years, second age, 3,000 years, third age, 3,000 years. And he's got the history of all the different races of men, of dwarves, of elves, of the other spiritual beings, all this stuff. He And it's like lineages, and it's like insane, the depth of what his world was. And you compare that to all the other fantasy writers, they're just giving you the tip of the iceberg. He's giving you the whole iceberg, which isn't even related to the story he was telling, except in the most foundational way you know or or tangential way or just it's just there this whole world that he created and this story which is on amazon takes place in the second age the big movies that was the end of the third age and the war of the ring this is about how the rings of power and the one ring were formed back in the second age it's insane but yeah, that's way too much detail for you. I'm yeah, sure. I wonder even like just like uh, the star, the creation of the Star Wars mm-hmm. world, right? Just who that was George Lucas, and mm-hmm. but did he write like who was or Spielberg did the movie? No, no, George Lucas did everything. Yes, it's like he had to create all those characters. He did right, right. but it what and it was going back a while, and there's depth and history, and yeah. then with all this new stuff when Disney got involved and they're creating new stories, but it's all within the ge- basic general time frame, maybe going back a hundred years or so. But I'm talking, this is like, t- like literally 12,000 years of stuff, which 
I don't know if any other fantasy work, and there's somebody out there maybe who could tell me if I'm wrong, but just the depth and the the detail yeah, of the, backstory the stuff detail. that he laid out is just, it's mind-boggling. I'll have to tell Gina about that one. She's always looking for new series. Mm-hmm. That one's on Prime, you said, Amazon Prime? Uh-huh. Now, is she, but is she a fan of The Lord of the Rings? I don't know. I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think she is. And she's read the originals, or you don't know? I don't know. I know she was into the movies, for sure. Mm-hmm. I would recommend the books myself, always, but... I was even thinking randomly just about Stan Lee, right? Mm-hmm. All the, he came up with all those individual characters. Yes, and all with creation stories, backstories. Yeah, and he had tons of hits with them. It Death's wasn't like resurrection. Yeah, it wasn't like just one no, of them hit. Spider Man no. hit. Like no. he had so many of them. Yes, and there was a long time where it was like that he wasn't getting the money for mm-hmm. it. Like I, I think they eventually figured that out. Yeah, but and then he was, he was like in the movies. Yeah, then he was always in the movies. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. Sure. I did that with CeeLo. With CeeLo. Uh, tomorrow, Jerry Recco will be back yeah, on a Wednesday. Back. And you're inching closer to your holiday vacation, Eddie. Yes, correct. You've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Then it's see ya. See ya. Four. So, so. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. <laughs> And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't sub. Oh, good morning. Let's hope today's one of those days, yes? Uh, let's see. Uh, Jerry is uh, still out. He'll be back tomorrow. CeeLo joins me again this morning. Good morning, CeeLo. Oh, hi, Al. How are we doing today? Did you sleep here today, or did you uh, actually go home? No, and... I actually went home, yes. Laid I was in my head. own bed for a few hours. Okay, yes. that's good. Welcome back. Good to be here. Um, 
I made a coffee in the back, but I will warn everyone here, um, we're running out of beans. We are running out of beans. We need the refill from Duncan? Yeah, we need Duncan to get a refill okay. here. Uh, How long did that... This, have we had any bean replenishment? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh we have. Okay. Oh, yeah. I so, think they replenish every week. Oh, okay. But, so this uh, is a regular... We'll be all right. We'll be all right. It's not like they came, did their thing, and gave us like a three or four month supply, and that's no, it. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. No, right. we get replenishments, which is why I was surprised back there. I'm always weary, though, of someone stealing bags. You know what I mean? Right. Well, their whole maybe bean that's coffee. what happened. Right. I know when we when the company used to provide K-Cups, those went right out, out the, the door. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> out the door. Gone. So uh, hopefully that's not happened here with the Dunkin' Beans. Yeah. Mm. Mm, who did that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no chance uh, Steve knew how to operate a K-Cup machine. I'll say that. Uh, that's no, not the, no. That's not the word on the street. Oh, really? Oh, really? Is that right? Okay. There was a word he was putting them right in a bag. and Really? Th- wow. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Take it back then. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Ah, mm. jeez. Oh, oh, boy. Uh, well, last night's a Monday Night Football game. Speaking of, ah, uh, jeez. Oh, boy. The yeah. uh, Well, the Patriots beat the Cardinals 27-13. You own a Cardinals beanie, right? I do. Couldn't oh. wear it today. Uh, no. No, that's out this season. Well, you went with your Islanders reverse retro beanie there, I see. Uh, I did. Yep. Yep. Uh, they were nice enough to bring me a beanie, so mm-hmm. I, I wore it. Uh, but Kyler Murray was carted off the field uh, 90 seconds into yeah, the game. Yeah, and that's it for him. What do they got? A uh, uh, What is it? Torn ACL, uh, I think? No, I mean, the team has they have to do the test this morning yeah. to confirm, but the report was, yeah, there's little doubt. Little doubt. Non-contacts. You know, he's out scrambling, goes to plant, hits his right leg, goes right to the deck. This is why I do not like a running quarterback. I just don't. I don't like yeah, Daniel I mean, but Jones it, it running. It can happen to anybody at any point. It can, but your 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 the likelihood is more likely. Like the likelihood anyone, is more likely. Yeah, we like get that on a shirt. Like anyone could hit a deer. Me driving sixty five miles each way in deer country. Right. I'm more likely in the middle, to hit a deer in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah at three a.m. Yeah. I'm more likely to hit a deer. Yeah, that's fair. So More opportunities. Yeah. Yep. So when anytime I see Daniel Jones running, I see, uh, well, Mike White's more of a hang out in the pocket and throw the ball, which I love. He is. I would say he's the middle between Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco, right? Wilson's get out of the pocket and run for my life. Flacco's a statue. White is more of your traditional. I mean, he has the ability to move around a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, he wants to stand in there and deliver the football. Yeah, I like traditional quarterback. Right. Pocket pass. That being said, I back when I'm rooting for a team and the other team has a scrambling quarterback, I hate it because it's very dangerous because you can't touch the quarterback, yeah, can't hit right, the quarterback. Right. They could fake the side. They're going to like kind of fake slide and they don't. And then they get a couple of extra yards. And Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes holds the ball out as he's running out of bounds right. to get another yard there. And until that guy tears his ACL, it's difficult for your team. Exactly. <laughs> then he tears the ACL. But the ya. likelihood is more likely. More likely. The <laughs> likelihood is more likely. Exactly. Hashtag. Hashtag the likelihood is more likely. Was this uh, bad for the Jets uh, with the Patriots? Was yes. Very the, bad or just kind of bad? Well, I mean, technically, based on where the standings were at this weekend, from a Jets standpoint, once they lost to the Bills, you were rooting for the Dolphins to beat the Chargers Sunday night. Didn't happen. And for the Cardinals to beat the Patriots last night. Didn't happen. Hmm. Because the Pats now take over that seventh spot in the AFC. They have the tiebreaker over the Jets. The Chargers at the moment have the tiebreaker over the Jets as well. 
So right now the Jets are not in the playoffs. Right. Well, even before last night's game, they weren't in the playoffs. Oh, but now their loss. the Patriots are another team that has pulled even with them as far as record, but because they swept the season series, they have that tiebreaker. I like when they go controls their own destiny. Oh yeah. I saw someone yesterday tweeting that the Jaguars control their own playoff destiny. Really? How about that? Do the Jets control their playoff destiny? Like, if Uh, the Jets win out, could they? Are they definitely in or no? We'd have to look that up. No, because they can't. Because I just told you the other two teams that have the same record, they have the tiebreaker over the Jets. So if those teams won out, oh, I see. Then so they don't have Jets can do about it. The reason the Jaguars, I guess, have control of their destiny is because of the teams they're playing. Mm -hmm. And if they defeat those teams, they would essentially like. I think that's probably more about the division, actually, because the Titans all of a sudden are seven and six. They've been losing games, and I guess the Jaguars have divisional games left. And if they got on a run and I guess won out, they would, I guess, perhaps win the AFC South, which is a crappy division anyway. This is where you want to be not only in the NFL but in life. Control your own destiny. Always, yeah. You don't want to put that in someone else's hands. No. no. But we do. We always put our destiny in other people, unless you're your own boss. Um, And even then, your customers might go against you for some There's reason. There's a lot of ways we can poke holes in that. Yeah. So yeah. you really don't always, it's very hard in life to control your own destiny. Yeah. Even I, in this case, it's kind of a silly phrase football wise. Control your own destiny. Like, yeah, okay, I get it. If you went out, but you you can't control the other team and what they're doing out on the field. Like Kyler Murray did not control his own destiny. Popped his ACL. That natural grass in Arizona that they roll in and out of that yeah. dome stadium. Which is weird. Yeah. So he's gone uh, till next season. Well, I mean, they didn't confirm it. Well, but let's if say it's, it's a torn ACL. Yeah, I would. But is, I would think at least. I mean, we're in. We're about to be January. I mean, he, yeah, that's what you can make the case he may not be ready to go week one of next year. And who's their backup? I feel like I Colt should McCoy. Know. Oh right, Colt McCoy. Oh right, that right, guy's right. still yeah. hanging around. The yeah, league. he is. Yeah, he's one of those he's guys. Played a few, a number of times this year. Actually. Yes, he's one of those guys that I I know. If you looked up his career earnings, way more than you think. Just because he has been in the league um, now for a long time. Yeah, but I don't know. You know what? I don't know if he's one of those guys that ever, as like the the backup, ever got that juicy contract. I mean, listen, he's doing he's doing fine. He's not exactly out on the street singing for his supper. Was he one of those but dudes? He's was... not like one of those guys like, um, oh, man, who was the guy that went to Seattle and got the contract, and then Russell Wilson as a rookie beat him out? Flynn. Uh, Matt, Matt Flynn. Flynn, right. So he played a little bit in place of Aaron Rodgers. Like people got a peak with Green Bay, and he cashed in. I don't remember what the contract was. Matt Flynn always—that's the the guy that always gets brought up. Yeah, one game, last game of the year. Didn't hey, did he throw anything. like five touchdowns or something? Six. Six. Look at Eddie. He's on top of it. Not only that, and then a couple years later, or many years later, you had the Brock Osweiler situation. Remember that? Like with Peyton Manning. Well, you know, just like everybody was, for some reason, that one year he had a decent year, and then. For some reason, in the off season, it was like, "Oh my God, we got to get Brock Osweiler," and he Didn't got they, paid huge, right? And then, um, oh, I gotta look. I gotta remember this now. I think, if I recall, I think that was the first instance where the Browns, the Browns had brought in like was it uh, D Podesta, the like baseball analytics guy, yeah. to run their front office, and I think that was like one of the first moves where. They essentially, in the NFL wise, did like an NBA thing where they took on a bad contract because they had cap space, but they they got draft pick assets for it. Oh, right. I think that was the Brock Osweiler situation, Brock Osweiler. if I recall. Man, I'd love to be Brock Osweiler. Quick. That guy's just sitting pretty. Uh, 
controlling his own destiny, Sila, like we all yeah. want to do in life. Yeah, he got traded. It, the move allowed Cleveland to absorb some of his cap for uh, from Houston. Oh, right, the Houston. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, Texans. So he went from the Broncos. The Texans paid him. And then I guess when they had Deshaun, once they got Deshaun Watson, we're going to get this guy oh, out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. All right, let's not go too All far right. down that uh, that dark hole. We'll end up like Geo yesterday, finding out that uh, Hitler was the time person of the year yep. in 1938. Very odd, very <laughs> strange. Now, Mike White did say yesterday that he feels good and is preparing to play against the Lions. Not only did he say he feels good, he went further than that, oh, that and right? gave you some uh, some background, some context to just how good he was feeling. Really? Picked my kids up out of the crib this morning, played what? with them. They tackled me. I felt fine. Really? Felt good. Yeah. Getting cocky. I like right. that. Yeah. He's got kids? Well, young, they're in cribs. Youngsters? Young kids. Yeah. You, I mean, see now, I get it. You you don't, we haven't seen, I mean, he's been around a little bit. Mike now. White? He's not like, oh, Zach, yeah. he's not 22 like no. Zach Wilson. I know. He's 27. 27, 28 yeah. in March. Yeah, so, he's, you know. he bounced around. Cowboys, yeah. Jets, Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying he got drafted in 18, yeah. not, you know, a year or two ago. So, he's, like, the fact that when people – listen, Eddie and I don't have babies together I'm, or separate. Right. <laughs> I never felt like I had a career that I could consistently care for a baby. Like, I always was nervous I was going to get fired everywhere I ever went. Okay. Even though I've been here 17 years or right. 16 years, whatever I would say that's less about your career and more about your mindset, your your yeah. mental state. So I would always be nervous. Like, if I was a backup, backup, backup quarterback uh-huh. who had been bouncing around teams, I'm having babies? What? Some people f- fly by the seat of their pants, Al. Yes. You know? I'm not one of those people. Well, I don't we have fly a former by former the... employee that used to work here who has yeah. eight kids. Eight children. Know? So... That's true. I don't, yeah. And he seems to be doing okay. <laughs> right. People figure it out. People figure it out. Right. Even in the Depression, people were having 19 babies. They right. They figure it out. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Huh. That's why me and Eddie don't have babies. I mean, listen, I, th- that's one strategy and way to go about it. You can make the case a responsible choice and decision to not put that burden on your shoulders or potentially on the bur- on the shoulders of a child. As they grow up, so, you know. I was also afraid of having a baby that would become a serial killer and then ruin my <laughs> life. And all of a sudden, I got to, like, Jeffrey Dahmer was a baby at one point. Uh, and his parents were happy. And now, all of a sudden, uh-huh. it's like all their and entire the life. family. Yeah. Right. Now, their entire life is just, you, hey, you gave birth to a serial killer. And probably oh, it's something to do with it. I was going to say, yeah. Probably share some of that responsibility. <laughs> do you think the Dahmer parents... Probably did something wrong along the way. I would. I mean, I don't know any enough about it, but yeah. I would venture to say yes. Right. Probably did something. But I do. To be to be fair, full disclosure, I have those fear. Maybe not the serial killer fear. Right. But that you know, my kids could grow up someday and do something really bad, and right. I would feel like responsible for right. that. Or they become. You have a kidney becomes Mike White. I know that just, that's my the tears would be flowing. Awesome. You kidding me? Yeah. I'd be the dad in the like at the game in the stands, just like a wreck. Tear, you know, blubbering mess, emotional. They be talking to you when your son comes up to bat at the Met game and or Yankee game. Sorry, your Yankee fans. It's a home run while you're being interviewed. Oh, oh God, yeah. God. I'd be and I'd be an absolute mess. Video would go viral. People would be mocking me. Look at that loser. If you get if your son could be a professional sports person, what sport would you pick? What's the best sport to be to have a kid in? I think football. Um, 
Although you, every hit, you'd be like, is he getting up? Like from yeah, what standpoint are we? Like the, my own just enjoyment. We're talking finances here. The, the whole talking? thing you got to take the whole thing the into whole account. That caboodle? every time the kid gets hit, you got to make sure he's getting back up. Probably baseball. Baseball, right? But guaranteed contracts. Yeah, but a, but it takes a while to get there. I mean, think about the all the minor That's league true. levels and how many guys never make it. You know, that whereas is true. NBA, it's a much more. I mean, listen, he's not. There's no height. Not he's enough. There's no some height. height on my wife's side, but not enough where he'd play in the NBA. So that's out the way. He's very big into hockey right now, and I, as you know, I'm a massive Rangers that's fan. True. So if I ever got to go to the Garden and watch my son yes. skate on the Garden ice wearing a New York Rangers jersey, that would be pretty sweet. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah, like like quickly. It's my six year old. I'm talking about my oldest. He had a meltdown yesterday afternoon to the point where he knocked himself out on the couch at like five o'clock. <laughs> Passed out for three hours. So, <laughs> of course, at eight, just from angry. the day and, yeah, you oh, know, okay. the kids and their emotions, whatever. So, at eight, I tried to pick him up and transfer him upstairs to his bed. Of course, he went right away. What, what, it, what is this? What are, you, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm taking you to bed. And, of course, he right away is like, no, I didn't eat dinner. I'm hungry. The Rangers in the del- – <laughs> I want to watch the game. So, of course, I'm like, okay. So, I had DVR'd it. So, we go and I get them all settled. I get them something to eat, brush the teeth. We get in bed at like 8.30 and put the Ranger game on. So, 90 minutes after it had started and we watched the entire game. Rangers went in overtime. We're at 10.30 at night. You know, I, my alarm's going off at 2. He's 6. It's 10.30 at night. We're celebrating you in the bedroom. You started it from those. Yeah. So, we, okay. we cut out the commercials, the intermissions. So, you know, by the time we caught up, we were still probably 40 minutes behind of where it ended. But... That was, you know, it was it was cool. It was worth it. Now, had they lost, it would have been a little more tough to swallow. But they raced two goal deficits twice, two goals in seven seconds to tie the game. Igor Shosturkin stopped the penalty shot, and then the Rangers won in overtime. It was great. There's going to be some uh, updates today with you and Boomer oh, going God, back yeah. and Geo's, forth. Who did they play again? The Devils. Oh, the, oh who man. Who were in first place. Right. right yeah. It was a tremendous hockey game. A six-year-old I, knows I don't what's know going Boomer, on in the hockey he, game? He's, I'll tell you, in the spring... When the rain, when the playoffs were on, I I really tried to get it, and he did. It just took, and it's become all summer. You know, we play out in the street. He plays inside. We got the floor hockey, go, you know, sticks in the net. He's just into it. All the different jerseys. He wants to know all the teams. What's the schedule? Who's playing tonight? I'm rooting for this team, that team. Last night he's like, I want to go to a game so bad, <laughs> <laughs> and I want to take him. I heard Sal talking about it, and he did his. He organized his Met trip with the listeners at yeah. City Field, and he's like, "The tough part about doing it at a Ranger game, the t- he's right. You can't get in the building for less than a hundred bucks a pop, yeah. and that's just the ticket. Forget the cons- I mean, it's insane. The t- it's such a hot ticket, so it's very expensive. Yes, the Garden uh, for well, probably is Devils like are the Devils like that too? No, and Islanders, you can get right I in. I don't know. I mean, listen, you can you can get in if you're willing to pay. Like Ranger tickets are available on the secondary market, but. Unless you're going by yourself, like if you need you. two, any you know, two tickets or three or four, forget it, forget it. It's right. the price. This it's, it's crazy. It's a little pricey. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my eyes, but that's yeah, my that's, eyes as well. But that's the world. I mean, inflation and everything. That's where it's at. You want to go? You got to pay. Right. All right, Celo. Let's take a break here. And when we come back, I've got my fraudulent five. I don't know if you know how this works. I'll explain to you how this works. Yes. On the other side, and then uh, I've got some other fun NFL notes, and then uh, Boomer and Gia will be here. They're going to come on right at 6 o'clock. We'll look forward to that. All right. 
I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Jerry will be back tomorrow. CeeLo is joining me today. He'll also have you covered for all the updates from 6 to 10. Although then you do what? The 11 o'clock update as well? 10, 11, yep. And then you split at 11? Yes. All right. You going home today or are you going to do another job? Other job. Really? Yeah. Where now? Serious. Are you a DJ on the Classic Rewind channel? <laughs> <laughs> No, something tells me you would be much better at that than I would. <laughs> I would love to be a DJ. Why did you never get into that? You're a music guy. You're I, a vast I knowledge. A, I, I love, that's why I got into radio initially. Initial interest was I wanted to be a DJ. Yeah. But even early on, they would say things like on the radio, less talk, more rock. And I was like, wow, they don't even want me talking. Speaking, and yeah. I work here. Yeah. So I was like, I can't do this. It is. It's usually quick. They like they back time it with, yeah. the, with the start of the song yes. and all that. Yeah. I was like, I can't do but that. But I mean, they're still paying those people to, right? No? For now. Oh. For now, look, <laughs> look at you again. I'm worried I'm going to get fired. But we're talking, you've been in radio how long? Long time. Yeah, right. So this whole, well, for now, I mean, well, that's how many years ago now? I know, but I, I all along. Yeah, I, I would say at this point, you're right. I, I mean, saw that was probably trouble. a dying breed, but oh, yeah, yeah, you saw it was trouble. I saw it was trouble ahead. You played the long game. I did. I two, was like, two and a half decades worth or whatever it's been. Yes. <laughs> I was like, let me get into sports talk. <laughs> More sports, less rock. Oh, that's what man. we do here. Asilo, every Tuesday... Uh, we uh, Jerry has this thing that he calls my fraudulent five. Yes. He thinks I'm a fraud because I root for multiple NFL teams. And because you change your mind every week. Yeah. And because I, but there are a lot of consistent teams. But I Depending tend to. Depending on their performance. Well, not only their performance, but their likability for me. No, I, I get that. Like the Vikings have never made my list. And even when they were super dominant early on. I and just, why is that? What is it that you don't like about d- the Vikings? I like Justin Jefferson, yeah, and I uh, almost put them on the list. Could you not? But other than him, I, I'm not really that Not a Kirk Cousins in, guy. Yeah, I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy. Not a purple guy. fan. Yeah, you know, uh, there are just certain teams I don't like to root for. Okay. Yeah, I was just uh, wondering if there was something in your past no, where the Vikings left a bad taste in no, your mouth. No, not at all. Okay. And then certain things I do like to root for. Like, I was rooting for Jeff Saturday early on. I thought that was a unique story. Seemed fun. Early on. He's a couple <laughs> weeks into his tenure here. He's yeah, gone. gone. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone now. Uh, so this is my uh, list of teams that I'm currently rooting for, and maybe I'll give a reason why. Okay. Jerry calls this the fraudulent five. First couple I give you, you've seen them not on the surprising. list before, not surprising, and then... Not really surprising. Not really surprising. Then the last two, they, they, they're they more likely to bounce around. Number one, this team has been on the list a lot. They did miss a few weeks. Okay. There's no one that's been on the list all season. Um, No. Okay. Not consistently every single week. Right. Uh, New York Jets. I'm rooting hard for the Jets. I'm still loving Mike White. Sure. 
Lots of like about the Jets. Lots right to now. like about the Jets. I love Sauce Gardner. I love the Jets defense. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner and Bam Knight at the Ranger game last night. Oh, is that right? Decked out in their Ranger jerseys, having a grand old time. See, they're having a good time yeah. for themselves. Meanwhile, Mike White probably couldn't uh, walk uh, walk up the stairs to get to a seat at a Ranger game. The guy's been taking a beating, which is why the New York Jets are on my list. They're currently, by the way, CeeLo, the number one team I'm rooting for. Okay. I like it. Number two team I'm rooting for. They've been on the list quite a bit. Harking back to my childhood, I'm still rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. Sure. I see. That's a team I would expect to be there every week. I'm a little surprised. Well, there was a week this year where they did not make the list. Well, listen. If they lost to the Texans, they would have been bounced because but they that didn't. is embarrassing. So. But they didn't. So they remain on the list. They Dallas Cowboy fan. Do you recall what 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 was it in the week or two where they weren't on the list this year? Was it when uh, Dak was out? Uh, no, because I was. They may, like, be, may, may have been on the list. You like the year. backup there. Yeah, I did like the backup, I, whose name I forget now because he's gone I, out I of sight, out of mind. I kind of do at the moment myself. Right? Yeah, which is bad. I should Eddie, know who's that. that Cowboy quarterback? Look, none of us oh, know. Oh, wow. This is how quick. This is where you need Jerry. <laughs> you get in and out of our minds as football players. <laughs> We've lost interest in you already. Uh, see, I'm going to blame that one on. That's usually something I'd be all over. Like yesterday when you asked me who the Eagle backup was, and I <laughs> yeah. right away, you know, you yeah. asked me this morning who the Cardinal backup, bang, right away. Cooper Rush. Ah, Cooper of Rush. Of course. Yeah, I was on Team Cooper Rush. So yes. the Cowboys still on the list. Number three, very consistent this year, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I still feel Shocker. like. Yeah, but strangely, the Chiefs did not get a lot of. Like a lot of people weren't seeing them preseason as... love, yes. Yeah, well, because and... the it was the trendy thing was their division. They, they oh, the god, this division yeah. is stacked. Someone's gonna Justin Herbert and the Chargers, Russell Wilson and the Broncos. You know the Raiders with Devontae Adams now and Josh McDaniels, and obviously the Chiefs still reign supreme yeah. atop the AFC West. They're quietly winning. I say that because like people are excited about a lot of other NFL teams. That's because the they're tired of the Chiefs, exactly. But Which I'm is one not. of those things. I if people, we you know, we build these teams up and then we want to tear them down. Yes. We've had enough. Get someone else in there. This music's very loud, isn't yeah, it? It is. A little hot today. Can you, can you lower that, sir? This Eddie Scazzeri, when he plays the music, he's, yeah. ooh, he's trying he's to like, drown you out. Shut these two up. <laughs> uh, number four on my list, CeeLo, and this is where things start to change a little bit. I'm currently rooting hard for. The Detroit Lions. Underdogs, uh, never been in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's go, Lions. I'm a little surprised they're not bing, higher bing, on the bing. list, quite honestly. Well, because they could. Oh, my my music's around that. Let me oh, okay. uh, put that back that. in the beginning. Yeah, Lions are up there. I love Dan Campbell. Loved him all along. I'm now even liking Jared Goff. Wow. When he plays the way he has over the last four or five games. Yeah, of course. If I could name a couple of receivers, I would. Did that for you yesterday. Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Chark, Josh Reynolds. There's I know three right there. St. Brown. Yeah. I don't know who those other guys are you mentioned. Okay. But I'm rooting for them. And number five on my list. This is a team that has made the list a couple times, even though they were my mortal enemy as a child. Oh, no. The San Francisco oh, okay. 49ers. Oh, you're going Eagles again. I Jerry love, almost had a heart attack that yeah. week. I remember that. I love Brock Purdy. You know, I didn't even re- Brock Purdy got hurt in that game. I had no idea. He did? Yeah. He's got uh, ribs. Like, Mike, he's got a ribs and something else. An ankle, maybe. So a he rib fit, and an ankle. He, he played through it and then came out late, which people just assume because it was a blowout. But right. he went for uh, exams yesterday. 
And who's and they there? have a short week. They got the Seahawks Thursday night. Who's their fifth string quarterback? Who they're down to, or whoever the uh, heck it is right now. Let me check on that now. Well, check that depth chart. Will check you see the So there's chart. my fraudulent five. Oh Jets. right, they signed the veteran Josh Johnson, who's played for almost every team in the league. <laughs> Did he? Get, and he's the one who got in the game the other day. I suppose so. I admit, I when it was thirty-five nothing, I like, kind of checked out on check that. Check out. Game. Yeah. Time to check out. So Jets, Cowboys, Chiefs, Lions, 49ers. All right. It's a Speak- solid list. Nee, 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 nee. Now, was it just right. the one week the Eagles made the list, or did you go multiple weeks? They made that? it two weeks. Oh, wow. Jerry was not happy. No, no. They'd probably make it again at some point. Oh, well, I mean, they've got the best record in the NFL. The only team that's clinched the playoff berth so yeah. far. So. I love Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah. See, that would be, that's the definition of, a, of, of you being a fraudulent right. fan. It's like, okay, forget the fact that they've been cowboy rivals forever playing in that division. It doesn't matter. Let's let bygones be bygones. They're twelve and one. I'm a front fraudulent front runner. They're on the list. Yeah. Well, them and the Niners. I never forgave the 49ers for the Dwight Clark catch. I get that, but that's one instance. You know, like yeah. and now I know the Cowboys and the Niners had various battles over the years, but it's not like okay, we see this team twice a year that's true. every year. You know? Good point. Yeah. Speaking of the Niners, uh Debo Samuel has uh MCL uh, and ankle, ankle. sprains. Yeah. But he's is expected back in the regular season. Right. Didn't break anything. I guess no ligament damage or anything. So. Now, I did see this during the game, which I was not happy about. And Debo Samuel did come out on Twitter and apologize. There was a play in which he was on the sideline where he had knocked over a, uh, a cameraman. Mm-hmm. And he stepped over him like Allen Iverson stepped over that dude. <laughs> didn't help. Didn't offer like, any assistance. Yeah. I was like, what? Uh, I didn't uh, even know it was Debo Samuel at the time. I was like, oh, that's kind of rude. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted an apology. My apologies for stepping over the cameraman like that. I was caught in the moment. Good it? on him. I appreciated that. It's a good job out of Debo. Because when I saw it, I was like, this is not right. I like it when you do it to a player. That's fun. Like when Allen Iverson did it. Now, Stepped right over a Do guy. you think karma got him? And that's why he got hurt? Mm, no. You're not a karma believer. I'm a karma like, believer. Oh, yeah, really? You're not going to help that poor uh, camera person up? Uh, ankle and knee injury. I'm a karma believer if Debo Samuel did a on purpose, dirty block and hurt somebody. Then karma got okay. him back. But this was, like he said, caught in the moment. Yeah, got to get back to the huddle next yeah, play. Yeah, plus he was showing how to show up the defenders oh, that of he course, right? that he beat. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm okay with that. I'm That's sure one thing I just still haven't come around. What's on. that? The celebrating after like every single play. Yeah, I'm with you, especially when you're losing. <laughs> or if you really didn't do anything that was that great yeah. and you just yeah, got you know it's like or the defender have to get up and signal incomplete we we, we see the ball yeah. is incomplete we don't need you to tell us yeah. every guy got for this the first down signal every play it's just i i get it old man you know let them have fun but it's just i don't know man have some self awareness like we we're all watching the game we know what's going on yeah that actually i did notice it in the giant game this week Someone made a, a nice defensive play for the Giants and celebrated. They were down like yeah, it's forty uh, to ten or whatever the heck it was. To me, it just reeks of selfishness. Right. It's like, oh yeah, well, I don't care that we're losing. I made a play, good for me. Right, take your first downs, da, 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 and when you take the lead, then you celebrate. I mean, look, I'm off. You want to get excited when you're winning the game? You make a big play, celebrate a touchdown. But it's like every single play, we don't need it. We don't need it. That's just me. I'm sure someone will yell at me about that. Some young punks would yell at you, but not a nice okay, old Karen. fellow like me. Or okay, what are oh. the, what's the what do they call them? The, what's the male version? I don't of Karen? know. Is I, there one? I wasn't aware. Ken, of Ken, Keith, 
Ken. I don't know. I'm asking. Is there Ken and Barbie? No, but I'm saying oh, the OK Karen became yeah. a thing. Yeah, is there a male version of that? When someone calls somebody a Karen, yeah. I, that's such a generic. That's how you know well, it's that become person. That. Yeah, that's how you know that person has no sense of humor. Like they, you would not have anything in common with them. Actually, I think though the people that call people the Karens feel they have no. They're like take everything too serious. Then mm. they don't have enough, not enough go with the no right? sense of humor. Mm. So it's kind well, of ironic that you would think that. Let's take a break here, CeeLo. All right. Uh, when we come back on the other side, I've got uh, got to finish up all of the other... Uh, Your fun ter- NFL notes. Terrific NFL yes. notes. I have a couple of baseball, two baseball notes as well. Outstanding. And then a Boomer and Geo, they tell me they'll be here at 6 o'clock. Okay. You know what movie this is from, CeeLo? Christmas Vacation. Yes. That's the one movie I watch every year. It's a classic. But I feel like I just watched it, which is weird. I know I didn't just watch it. Right, 12 months ago. <laughs> this is not Mavis Staples, though, is it? Uh, no, this is not Mavis Staples. Or Staples. Is it Staple or Staples? I think it's plural, but I'm not sure. Merry Christmas to you, you disrespectful douche. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Do you have a favorite scene and or character other than Clark from Christmas Vacation? Mm. I like the uh, the grandfather that has the wig on who starts the fire and Uncle all that Lewis, stuff. Uncle Lewis, not the grandfather. Oh, Uncle he's Lewis. Uncle Lewis? Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Love that actor who's <laughs> since... Oh, he's passed. Of, oh, well, it's, yeah. I mean, he was an old man in the 80s. So. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. yeah. Not a yeah. surprise, probably. Beverly, he, he Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. What do you got? Oh, Uncle Lewis is, I mean... Really? You got Uncle Lewis? I mean, Cousin old? Eddie's tremendous, but yeah. Uncle Lewis is just... That... The... the the angle at which they shot when he when the tree blows up, yeah. right when they're at the dinner table, and you just see it in the bed, and the fireball goes off in the background, <laughs> and then he walks in, and he's got the cigar. So what's the matter with you? Like he's just it's classic. Yeah, there's so many good lines. But, yeah, yeah, cousin Eddie, I feel like it's because it's not the movie's fault. It's been played out because it's so right. many he things. He gets a lot of attention. He gets yeah. a lot of attention. There's a lot of yeah. you know, sweaters and Christmas paraphernalia yeah. with his face, his image, some of the things he said. Yeah. So Uncle Louie, you said is Uncle Louis. Uncle Louis. Yeah. Then who's his wife? I like her as well. Uh, Aunt Bethany. Yeah. Yeah. She brings the cat. Wrap the cat the, up. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Right. Yeah. And the jello with the cat yep. food in it. It's tremendous. Yeah, that's a very good movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Tom Brady. This was interesting. I had not seen this. I, I need to know more about this. All right. Tom Brady, uh, evidently, uh, a, a reporter out there in San Francisco who covers the 49ers said that the Tom Brady left Levi Stadium without taking a shower. Now... What is like the it. what did what more information did this reporter have to support that that claim? That I'm not like, sure. did he like walk out of the stadium still in his like in his game? He didn't leave in his pads. Like what? <laughs> that's what yep. I. He moved out right, 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 so We need to we need to do a deep dive. So uh, you just read the headline. I just read the headline. I actually it. did read the article too. Oh, there was nothing but in there. There was nothing in there as to how they so, came to that conclusion. And it was I need a, to know more about that. And I read three, four paragraphs deep into this article. Like I did a that is a deep dive for me actually reading the article. But I just like the idea of they're getting on a plane to fly back. I mean, it's a cross country flight. Listen, Unless are we? Is this one of those situations? I know he had family there. He's oh, so from the Bay Area. Maybe they let him maybe go home and fly home separately. Yeah, which is I know that's been an issue. There have been some some rumblings about that and sort of his. Oh right, getting, right. He did the who's uh, Bob Kraft's wedding, and he was flew traveled separate from the team earlier in the season. Yep. 
I mean, I'm just speculating as to I just I, I can't imagine Tom Brady at this stage of his career, forty five year old man just played an NFL football game and you're gonna board a cross country flight having not showered. Yeah. Maybe he's afraid uh, to shower in front of other men. We don't know. After all these years, he's got that phobia new now. Phobia. Sometimes new phobias creep up in our lives that we never we never had previously. Or maybe, like you said, a relative nearby has a really cool shower. Maybe he's like, I'm going to shower it's in. It's Michael uh, Silver who's covered the NFL yeah, for a Yeah, Michael long Silver. Time. He's the one with this information. He is a credible source. Michael Silver, the San Francisco Chronicle, said Brady bounced without taking a shower. When asked <laughs> why, Brady was reportedly extremely candid. Oh. And this is. Come on. This has got to be satire. I don't want to show my This genitals. has to be satire. This what has to be say? fake news, right? No, it's real news. What did Brady say? The, some things I don't give a bleep about at this point. Bleep that. I'm going home. <laughs> Come on. That, he's not showering. Maybe he didn't want anyone to sit next to him on the plane. Honestly. He wanted to be stink bomb. I gotta. There's got to be more to this. I'm mm. sorry. Check that dude's Twitter, maybe. Uh, Michael Silver? Michael yeah. Sinlin? Silver. Michael Silver. Michael Sinlinden? Sinlinden? McCluffinus. McCluffinus. Hmm. What do you make of the Cowboys signing uh, T.Y. Hilton? I, I can't think about anything now. Oh, now just the, the Brady shower situation. Yeah. What do I think about T.Y. Hilton yeah. signing with the Cowboys? Yeah. It, to me, the obvious reaction is they are passing on Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. Or feel he's not going to be ready to play. Who knew T.Y. Hilton was out and available? Um, and better than Odell Beckham? I, I mean, if he's if he's healthy and can play, healthy? he's a better option than Odell. Mike McCarthy said he's ready to go. Right. Well, he hasn't played all season. Where's he been? Chilling. Chilling out. Chilling at the crib. Chilling, chilling. Cam Reddish from the Knicks said last week. Chilling, chilling. I don't know what you're talking about. I'd be chilling (laughs) at the crib. (laughs) That's definitely what I would do if I was a veteran player. Like in a team don't pick you up at the beginning of the season. Like hang around. Right. Wait to see who's going to be in the playoffs. Right. All of a sudden, hey, we need a guy who's got a track record. Let me go down the list. Oh, yeah. Let's give T.Y. Hilton a call. And why do the Cowboys feel like they need another one? That's another great question. (laughs) I I have no idea. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like. They've got enough wide receivers. I, I am Jerry could answer that better. Yeah. Um, well, Jerry's I mean, listen, they didn't that. exactly go up and down the field on the Texans the other day. That's true. I don't know, man. I mean, let's go through CD Lamb. Was T.Y. Hilton taking Gallops passes back? Let me just get this. Was yeah. T.Y. Hilton Noah Brown God, taking passes from Eli? I mean, Peyton Manning as a Colt. Is it? Has he been there that long? Or no, he was probably Andrew Luck. Era. Did he catch the back end of? Uh, all this Googling I'm having you do during the program. Yeah, we're doing a lot of on-air research here today, this morning. T.Y. Hilton. I feel like Gio's going to criticize that <sighs> right but He does gate. it, too. I, I was criticized. Yeah, I, but he likes to critique our when oh, I'm in okay. here with you. Well, he's not he listening now. Do... He's in the back. Oh, he sure. only catches the, the first part segment? when he's in the car. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, 2012 was his first year with the Colts, so he might have. Yeah, he he was on the receiving Let's end of some Peyton Manning balls. Manning's last... No, maybe balls. not. Maybe not. Maybe he was uh, Curtis. Nope. 2010 was Peyton's last year oh, so on he the was, field. So you're saying he was Curtis Painter's main guy that Curtis Painter went to? <laughs> Remember how bad Curtis Painter was when they went between uh, Peyton Manning and uh, Andrew Luck? They had Curtis Painter. Yeah, I remember Curtis Painter. That dude 2012 didn't win any games. Colts. He was stinks. that Luck already? It was. Mm-hmm. That was his rookie year. Mm-hmm. How about that? So T.Y. and Luck came in together. All right. Now, I'm also looking forward to this. Now, this week starts the first of the Saturday games for the yes. NFL. you got a trio. 
a trio of games, tree, and tree. the night game could be a snow game. Yes. Dolphins, Bills, and Buffalo yeah. expected right now four to seven inches, which is nothing for those Buffalo people. No. But would be really cool to watch on TV. It would, except, I mean, we saw how the weather and the elements impacted at least the first half of the Jet Bill game yes. on Sunday. I would think similar in this case, no? Yes. And I, you, the, the feeling always, well, it benefits the Bills. This is their climate. But the way their offense is constructed these days, that's why people are like, they should build a dome stadium up there. But then again, you've also got the Dolphins who, you know, Obviously, warm weather team mm-hmm. coming off two hideous losses out on the West Coast. You that could be an ugly football game Saturday night. You can't build a dome in Buffalo. That's part of the atmosphere. I guess they built a dome in Minnesota. Yeah, twice. But, mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I feel like that Metrodome was from so long ago. That yeah, I know, but then they doubled down. Now yeah. apparently, I mean, people rave about that new stadium, but it's a. I don't even. Maybe it's a retractable roof. Point being, when the it's cold. The weather's bad. The roof is closed. Yeah, I if remember. It even uh, has the ability to be open. I don't know. Watching the Vikings when Tommy Kramer was their quarterback, they were outdoors then. Well, yeah, and if you recall, when cool. they were building the new stadium, they were playing outdoors at the University of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah Golden Gophers. We need cold weather teams without domes in the NFL. In baseball, you need the domes because they play in the winter for some reason. They play baseball beginning of the seasons in the winter, end of the seasons in the winter. They need domes. Uh, but it's football, a bit of an exaggeration, but sure. Football, no Technically, domes. it's the tail end of... Yeah. No, it's... Wait. It still snows. Yeah, tail end of winter mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. At the end, it's not even... It's not even... Well, it is, it's the beginning of fall, but mm. semantics. Eddie's going to yell at you right yeah, now. It's a, spring Tell starts about the, the 21st or 22nd mm-hmm. of April, of though. Right? March. Oh, it is March. March. That's right. So, uh, no, yeah. it is spring. Yeah. Oh, it's spring. Yeah. Oh, let's God, take a break. Do you have a? Uh, I got that wrong. Can yeah, I? Can I try to guess? <laughs> yeah, it is. Can I try to guess the Amy Lawrence? Sure. Amy Lawrence has this to say about Kyler Murray's ACL. Close. Oh, right ballpark. Go ahead, Eddie. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back. Uh, Jerry Recco will be back tomorrow. CeeLo is here this morning, and he'll have your updates throughout the Boomer and Geo program. Sure will. I see Chris Bassett is signing with the Blue Jays. Yeah, so the Yankees will get to see him quite a bit now. Yes, they will. And then the Yankees are expected to make an offer for Carlos. How do you say his last name? Rodon. Rodon? Yes. Rodon? Rodon. Rodon. And what was the Japanese pitcher the Mets signed now? Cody. Kodai? Kodai. Kodai. Go on. I, I don't remember name. his last name. Sanga. Sanga. And now we have potentially Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon. Yes. I don't feel like he's very good, Carlos Rodon. <laughs> Why do you feel that way? Because it's like they kind of like, eh, we'll get. Is like I don't see anybody it's coming else. Coming off a good season. But I don't see anyone else chasing this guy down. I just keep seeing the Yankees, Yankees, and it was almost like, no, well, no think, one else is I, left. I think there's some other teams involved. Let's get this guy. I think it's just the mm. question of how much money he wants to get paid, oh. which is why he hasn't signed to this point. What does he? Oh, he must want big cash. So some there was some report he was holding out for a two hundred million dollar contract. <laughs> so I mean, why not? That's what I'm holding. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the Free Odyssey app.